Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. Jesus, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that secured our salvation and redemption and forgiveness forever. We bless and praise you. The blood that gave us eternal, irrevocable, irreversible victory over sin, death, hell, and grave. We bless and worship you. Thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit, our helper, our teacher, spirit of grace, spirit of truth. We step aside this morning and ask you to take your place. Holy Spirit, I bring every heart, every ear, not the sound of my voice to you. I ask you to encounter all this morning. Wear me as your hand, Lord, and express yourself really through me. I return our glory and our praise to you. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Good morning, all, everyone, and the sound of my voice, wherever you are. Lord is reaching you wherever you are in the name of Jesus. You will testify. Let's continue where we stopped last, last Sunday. Talking about the breath of God. The power, we're still on that breath of God. Talking about the power that quickens. The power that quickens. Let's go to our text. Genesis chapter 1 from verse number 26. Through 28, then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the best of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Praise God. Genesis 2 verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. A man became a living being. Praise God. What is the image that God made? What is the image of God like? Praise God. John chapter 4, verse 24. When God said, let's make man in our image, what? Is the image of God like? What is God like? Praise God. John chapter 4, verse 24. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. God is spirit. And those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. When God created man just as he is, somebody say, I'm just like God. 
created man in his image and after his likeness, all that made God God. When he breathed into man, he transferred into man. Praise God. You are a spirit. We said last Sunday, you are a spirit. You have a soul. A soul is your ascent, your thought, your, your seat of thought, of emotion, of intellect, of decision. Praise God. That's your soul. Your soul. My dad called his soul the chooser, the thinker, and the feeler. Praise God. The chooser, the thinker, and the feeler. The feeler is the emotion. The thinker, the place of thought, your intellect. The chooser, where you make choice. Praise God. And that's his soul. And now, you are the spirit that have soul. And you live in a body, a container called body. I said that last Sunday that this container body is given to us to function here on earth. Because the earth is made for physical beings. Without the body, we cannot function here. We cannot legally operate here. We can't contact this earth. Praise God. Hence, God gave us the body. Praise God. You are not body. And you are not soul. You are a spirit. You are a spirit. Because God is spirit. God is not soul. God is spirit. So you have to know who you are. You see, the moment you don't know a thing, abuse is imminent. You understand what I'm saying? So many today are abusing themselves because they don't know them. They don't know them. Yes, you abuse you because you don't know you. The when you know you, you will cease to abuse you. You have to realize so many of us, we are developing our intellect to the neglect of our souls. And that is why when we do that, you can never dominate. You can never rule. You can never take charge. Praise God. The reason why we are living defeated life because we are not functioning as spirit. We are not functioning as God because the way God is, that is the way he made us. Praise God. So the question is, how do I develop my spirit? By the word of God. By the word of God. You feed, you feed your spirit with the word of God. Peter told us, as newborn babe, desire the meat of the word that you will grow thereby. Without the word of God, you cannot survive. You cannot function. Yes, you are living. You are existing. But you are not living. You are not ruling. You are not reigning. You are suffering defeat. Sin, sickness, disease, and Satan that have been defeated will not be controlling you. Many are living in fear. Many are living in depression. Many are living in bondage. Praise God. Today. So they, they depend on drugs and all that stuff. Amen? So we have to know this. You have to realize who you are. Having known and understand who you are. We talked about the breath of God. That the breath of God is the spirit of God. 
The breath of God is the life of God. The breath of God is the power of God. When we are talking about the breath of God, all we are talking about all these three I mentioned, it means the same. The life of God, the spirit of God, the power of God. Praise God. And that's what God breathed into man. So you are carrying God's life everywhere you go. You are carrying the spirit of God everywhere you go. You are carrying the power of God everywhere you go. I said that when man sinned, that relationship was submerged. I hear what I'm saying. Now, you, now your soul took over and your body. Your spirit was captivated, caged. Your spirit was suffering. But when you receive Jesus, as many that receive him, to them he gave the power, the authority to become the sons of God. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Behold, all things have passed away and all things have become new. The old is gone, the new has become. Praise God. So your spirit now come alive when you receive Jesus. Glory to God. Your body still remains the same. Your mind, your thought, your emotion still remain the same. And that's what the Bible told us in Romans. That we have to do what? Let's go there. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Look at the Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2. I beseech you. I plead with you. Therefore, my brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Do you see that? Your bodies, not your spirit. Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. How will you be able to present your body a living sacrifice since your body has not been saved? Since your body is the same, when only your spirit is saved. How do you do that? Look at verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Your mind can only be, will be renewed, to be transformed, to be changed, to bring your body into subjection and control. You understand what I'm saying? How do you do that? Through the word of God. Praise God. The word of God. Like the computer language. You have to be decoding. And deleting. You understand what I'm saying? All that the, 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 the mind has been filled with. Because death was ruling and controlling. All the body. All the soul. All the thoughts. All the, the old man. All the languages. Everything. The character. The nature. Is there in your, in your mind. Your soul. You have to start teaching her. Teaching your soul a new language. You will align with the word of God. Just like when you a child is now learning how to walk and learn how to talk. That's what Peter said. As newborn babe. It doesn't matter how old you are physically. The day you receive Jesus, you are a baby. You are a, child, a little child. Like John told us. John chapter 3 verse 16. If, let's go there. We'll still come back to that Romans chapter 12. Because I want to pull out something there. Praise God. 
John 3 verse 16. Because when we understand this, it will really help us. I, I mean to know who. Because church folks, are, everybody come to church with a mindset. You have to know that coming to church is a relationship. Somebody say it's a call to relationship. Relationship is no relationship where there's no fellowship and communication. Deep call it unto deep. You understand what I'm saying? Spirit to spirit. Fish survive in the water. Right? Plants survive on the ground. Your survivor is in God. And that is the word of God. Praise God. My survivor, your survivor is in God. Praise God. John chapter 3 from verse 16. Look at it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. No, let me restart from verse 12. Let me start from verse 12. Let's go from verse 12. All right. Okay, let's start from verse 3. All right, let's back up from verse 1. The story of being born again. Back up from verse 1. All right. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher. Come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do. Unless God is with him. This is a religious teacher. A religious ruler. Saw all that Jesus was doing. And came to him and said. Ah. This, there is something about what you are doing. It's different. You understand what I'm saying? No one can do this. Verse 3. Jesus answered to him. Most assuredly I say to you. Unless one is born again. That's what I was looking for. Unless one is born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Born again. He cannot see the kingdom. He's telling him that what you are doing, no one can do it except God is with him, right? Now look at what how Jesus twisted the whole thing. For you to function and operate the way I'm functioning, operating, there has to be a transformation. There has to be a change. There has to be a relocation. You must be born again. Can I have that word, please? You must be born again. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thanks. Thanks, babe. You must be born again. And I follow. Look at Nicodemus. Then Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Nicodemus' mind was on the physical. Somebody said, I am a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. I'm a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. For you to rule 
for you to dominate, your spirit man have to be in charge, have to be strong. Are you hearing me? How will that be? By feeding with the word of God, feeding your spirit. The food of the spirit is the word of God. And as you feed your spirit, as you read, you are at the same time transforming your mind, your soul, your mind, your seat of thought, of choice, and emotion. You are aligning them. You are repositioning them. You are focusing. Ah, so mind, thought, emotion, a new series of in town. We don't do it like that. This is the way we do it. You understand what I'm saying? So we don't talk like that. This is the way we talk. In this kingdom, in this new life, this is the way we function. We don't operate like that. That is how you do it with the word of God. Praise God. Are we, are we communicating this morning? Now, Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb? And, he, and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, Unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Born of water and the spirit. The water is the world. The spirit is the life of God. Praise God. The spirit and the world. All together is all the fullness of God. The word of God is God himself. The spirit of God is, you know, is God himself. You understand what I'm saying? You have to be born of, by, of the word and of water. Of the spirit. Praise God. He's talking about the inner man, your spirit, your real self. The life that Adam lost have to be regained, praise God. When God said Adam died, when he sinned, uh, he's talking about that spirit was dead in. So you have to be reborn again. A fresh air, breath of God have to come back. Remember what differentiated Adam? from all other creatures was the breath of God. You understand what I'm saying? That breath have to come back. And that breath comes by the day you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Glory to God. The day you receive Jesus. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen? Now, look at it. Jesus said, verse 5, Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water, and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Talking about the physical body, right? That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. The born again is a spirit experience. He's talking about your real self, not your physical body. Praise God. Remember, the day you give your life to Christ, when you are born again, your physical body remains the same. You still speak the way you speak. But you notice, like that little child, the more you feed yourself with the world, your language will change. What you like and love will change. There will be a transformation on the inside. Praise God. But the little boy, that baby you have today, and poo-poo, all over the place and pee and mess up that expensive mattress. Huh? 
Is he is he is he see a child? Is he is he a human being? But the day is as he grow and you teach him how to go. I even our dog we teach our dog when they want to go, they will come to the door and be. I mean, they will, for you to open the door for the right. But as you train the child, when you want to go poo-poo, you let me know. Then you show him. You train a, what they call a potty train. You train, I heard me, he will not be messing everywhere. That's how it is. That is physically. The spiritually, that is done by the Holy Spirit and the world. You have to be born of the world and of the spirit. Praise God. By the Holy Spirit and the world. The change takes place with the word of God and by the Holy Spirit. We'll get there. Praise God. Look at this. Verse 7. Jesus now tell him, do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. Because that's just a kindergarten. You, the inroad, the entrance into this life we're talking about is what I've just told you. Just like the entrance to this world is to be born by a woman. The entrance into the kingdom, into this life we are talking about is to be born into the kingdom by receiving Jesus as Lord and Savior. You are not the son of my voice. No matter how old you are, no matter how the, or the title or the place you are in a religious circle. You can never enter the kingdom of God without Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. You have to be born again by receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Praise the Lord. Wherever you are, look at it. Verse 8. It says, the wind blows where it wishes. And you hear the sound of it but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Do you see it? Because the day you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, no lightning, no thunder, nothing, you know, physically. But a change has taken place inside you. Glory to God. A change took place inside you. That's why Paul explained it to us in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away and all things have become new. Praise God. Change take place inside you. Verse 9. Now look at Nicodemus. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Because he's still thinking, because right now his mind has not been transformed. How can these things be? He is still confused or amazed that you must be born again. That word is still ringing. As old as I am, look, maybe I'm bigger than my mom. How can I re-enter into her womb to be delivered? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Do you see that? Religion is death. Religion is bondage. And that's why people go to belong to different groups. Some come to church. Some belong to different religious things and do all the sacrifice. And yet they are too far away from God. This is a religious man. Yet he doesn't understand the inroad, the entrance 
into the kingdom of God. So well, the question is, what are you doing all these years? Praise God. May we not waste our time, waste our life on earth. Being consumed by religion and yet we don't know God. The door is open to you. You are not the son of my voice. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. He paid the whole price 100%. He died your debt, suffered your suffering, went to hell so that you can, you will not go to hell but go to heaven. He became the son, the son of man for you to become the son of God. Receive him and you become one with God. Praise God. Now look at it. Jesus answered and said, verse 10, to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly I say to you, we speak that we speak what we know and testify what we have seen. And you do not receive our weaknesses. I'm not speaking from my head, Nico, Nick, Nick, Nicodemus. I'm not speaking from my head. I'm speaking from what I know. This is the truth. And yet you people don't receive our weaknesses. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? This is for earthly. What I have just told you is the earthly things. If I start telling you the mysteries of the kingdom, how will you believe? Then Jesus dropped down and said, no one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven. That is the son of man who is in heaven. That Jesus became the son of man for you and I to become the son of God. Praise God. The son of man who is in heaven. Look at it. Verse 14. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. He's talking about his death on the cross. Right in this place, Nicodemus is the first person that Jesus told how he's going to die. But Nicodemus didn't understand it. Are you hearing me? You see, when they hung him on the cross, they were fulfilling written word, the prophecy of God. The Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians that if the prince of this world have known, he would not have crucified the Lord of glory. You understand what I'm saying? If the, the devil know, by hanging him on the cross, he is doomed forever. Do you think he would allow them to hang him? Hear me, I hear me clearly. The devil doesn't know everything. The God that you serve is smarter, wiser, than the devil any day, any time. Hear me? You are a mystery to the devil. The devil cannot fathom you because you are dead and your life is hid with Christ and God. If you have made Jesus Lord and Savior of your life, somebody else means a blessing to say amen. He doesn't know everything. He was saying, crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. He became a song. All the religious ruler, Pilate wanted to release him. He became a son. Crucify him. Crucify him. Who made them to be singing that song? Crucify him. 
He didn't know he was undoing himself. If you go to Hebrew chapter 2, the Hebrew chapter 2, he said, let's go there. We'll come back to this place. Then we'll pause. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise God. Are, we, are you following? Someone say, I'm a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. I am not a body. I am not a soul. I am a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. That's who you are. You are just as he is. That's what First John chapter 4 told us. For as he is, so are we in this present world. Praise God. Look at this. Hebrews chapter 2 from verse 14. In, my, in as much, in as much then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death. That is the devil. Do you see that? The devil don't know this. That this is a mystery. This is a secret. This is this bullet is one that is going to finish him forever. So he mobilized for them to kill Jesus. But Jesus took the body, flesh and blood, like you and I. Because man, flesh and blood, lost to the devil. Flesh and blood have to defeat the devil. Praise God. Now, and he said he should kill him. Kill him. By killing him, he set himself up. Praise God. So, he, Jesus, through death, he might destroy him who had the power of death. That is a devil. Through death, Jesus destroyed the devil. He who has the power of death, that is who? The devil. Praise God. Not just defeated, destroyed. And that is why the devil have no authority over a child of God. Praise God. Look at it, verse 6, 15. And release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Any Abby? Somebody say, I'm free. Somebody say, I'm delivered. I'm delivered. I am free. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, look at it. Colossians also told us, he delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So, the power of darkness have no authority over your life if you're a child of God, if you're in Christ Jesus. But if you're not in Christ Jesus, that is, you are a mismate to the devil. No matter how many religious sacrifices you make. Hear me. I hear me clearly. If you are not in Christ Jesus, you are a mismate to the devil. Irrespective of the religion you belong and the religious sacrifice you make. Your security, your safetyness is Jesus. Praise God. And that's why you have to receive him. And release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed, he does not give up. He gave to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Do you see that? So, Jesus defeated the devil eternally. That is, he can never recover from that. Praise God. 
Now, I was in verse 15 of John chapter 3. Look at it. As, let's, let me pick it up from 14 so that we'll tie it up. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Whoever means what? Whoever. No matter where you are, no matter what you have done, no matter the name you answer, no matter where you are born, no matter your zip code, because here in this country, your standard of life and education is dependent of, on the zip code you live, right? If your zip code is, is the one, a good one, then your education will dif- right? It's the, the same thing, right? That is man. But with God, it's no matter where you come from, no matter where you come from, no matter, no matter who is your father, no matter what you have done, let me take it further. Even if you are a hired assassin, if you receive Jesus now, you will be saved. And make sure you don't go back to it again. That's the thing. So you don't have any excuse to go to hell. For it is not the will of God that any should perish, but that all should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. What is the knowledge of the truth? That Jesus died for you. He took your place. There was an exchange. Glory to God. He paid the price. The brother during the worship this morning raised a song. I owed a debt I could not pay. He paid a debt he did not owe. I needed someone. Praise God. That was an exchange. And that's why I always say people. Don't waste the sacrifice of Jesus on your account. Don't waste it. Because the sacrifice of Jesus is not refundable. The price that Jesus paid on your behalf is not refundable. And it's not transferable. How do you mean, pastor? You cannot transfer from parents to children. Or from children to parents. No. If any man, whosoever will believe, whosoever Whosoever means what? Whosoever. It's a personal thing. You can't transfer from husband to wife. Oh, you get the credit. No. It's not refundable. It's not transferable. You can't transfer from parents to children and from children to parents. From, from brothers to sisters. Oh, no. Husband and wife. No. It's personal. Glory to God. That whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Now, this is the ground that for God so loved the world. Everything he was talking was hanged on this verse 16. That is why God went that effort to do what he did. For God so loved the world. It is because of his love for you, honey. The love of God for you is indescribable. Don't waste it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He flung the door open to whosoever, everyone. 
He has paid a sacrifice. We're going to pause it here. I've not even entered what I'm supposed to teach today. We're going to pause it here. You are like him. You renew your heart by the world. Let's wrap it up with Romans 12, where we're reading. Praise God. Romans 12. So when you give your life to Christ, nothing changed. You are still physically nothing changed. You are still the same person. Praise God. Let's, let me read that Romans 12, verse 1 and 2 from the Amplified Classic. Look at it. Amplified Classic. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Present yourself. You do the presentation. The moment you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the moment you are born again, you have to present yourself. You have to take a quality decision. You have to pay the price and sacrifice. How do you do that? Verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world. This age fashioned after adapted after and adapted to its external superficial customs. Do you see that? Its external and superficial custom. The custom and the culture of the world. He said, no, do not operate. Do not function. Do not adapt to, to this culture and custom. But be transformed. To be transformed is to change. Go in opposite direction to the custom of this superficial world. Everything here, because all that is here walk in direct opposition to God. Baby transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind. You are the one that does the renewal of your mind. He did the born again, the saving of your spirit, because you cannot do that. But the renewal of your mind, the, trans the renewal of your mind is by you. It's your responsibility. The more of God's word in you, the, the, the more your mind is renewed and transformed. Praise God. But be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind. By its new ideals. Do you see that? By its new ideals and its new attitude. Like as you train that child. You have to train your mind. Mind, this is not how we function. This is not how we operate. In this kingdom, we don't do things like that. We don't keep envy. We don't keep enmity. We don't steal. We don't kill. We, are you hear what I'm saying? We don't harbor malice. We don't harbor 
racism. Today in the church of America, there's a lot of racism. Because they are still functioning in the custom of the world that they belong. Because and the culture of the world. In the kingdom of God, it does not exist. They'll be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind. By its new ideals and its new attitudes. Its new ideals and its new attitudes. So responsibility to teach your heart, to teach your soul. About the new attitudes. So, mind, emotion, thought, there's a new sheriff in town. We belong to a new, we are now new citizens. Some of us that were born in Africa, when we came to this place, United States, because citizen, we started practicing the things we were not doing there. How many of you pay your tax those days? How many of you have insurance for your vehicle? How many of you obey traffic law? How many of you pay mortgages? These are new ideals. Physically, we train ourselves. Right? You understand what I'm saying? But likewise, there are ideas of the kingdoms. There are attitudes of the kingdom that you have to train yourself. Somebody say, transform yourself. Transform, renew your heart. You can never be a, a mature, a successful, a victorious Christian, child of God, powerful, that dominate, that rule. Because the Bible says, where we read, he blessed them. He what? He blessed them. He said, be fruitful, be multiply, dominate, rule, be in charge. These are the things that help us to be in charge, to rule and dominate. Praise God. Somebody say the power that quickens, that gives life. This is what gives you life. The word of God. But be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind. By its new ideals and its new attitude. So that you may prove for yourself what is good and acceptable and perfect will. Of God. Even the things which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. Praise God. We'll pause and we'll pick it from here. The breath of God, the life of God, the spirit of God, the power that quickens. The power, what quickens? The word that I speak to you, they are spirit and life. It is the word of God that quickens. So quicken is to make alive, give life, or bring back to life. As we put to practice what we receive today, whatever that seems dead in your life, come alive. Whatever the devil has killed comes alive. In the name of Jesus. We pick it up from here next Sunday. Glory to God. Were you blessed? Open your mouth and begin to bless his name. Bless the name of the Lord. Thank him, thank him. Give him praise. Give him praise. 
He's worthy. He's worthy. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Spirit of grace, spirit of truth, I ask this morning, even as the voice of man ceases, I ask you, O Holy Spirit, echo this truth, echo this truth in the heart and the ear and the spirit and the soul and the mind of every man, every woman, every teenager, every, every youth, every boy, every girl, every child, or not the sound of my voice, cause this world to change, to transform. Cause this world to convict. Cause this world to deliver. Cause this world to heal. Cause this world to establish in the name of Jesus. Return all glory, honor, and praise to you, Lord. In Jesus' name. The breath of God. The breath of God. If you have not made, your, uh, made Jesus Lord and Savior of your life, you are not the son of my voice. I want to pray with you. I want you to say this prayer with all your heart. You realize that he has paid the price for you. And say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for setting me free, for saving my soul by giving your son Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. You came to this world. You died for me. You rose again for my justification. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Grant me the grace to live this kingdom life on earth. Grant me the grace to transform my, my mind by, by the word of God. In the name of Jesus. By, to renew my mind by the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saving me in Jesus' name. That's it, my friend. Welcome to the greatest family. You are now a child of God. Glory to God. You're a child of God. And I want you to go to your app store on your smartphone and tablet and download the Bible. The Bible is God's will for your life and it's the roadmap to your destiny. And make good friends with your Bible. Praise the Lord. And I want you also to go to a Bible-believing church. Tell the pastor I sent you. And if you're here in Atlanta, Georgia, United States, I make bold to invite you to Trem God's Embassy's Manor. Our zip code is 30080. Our address is 1611-1611 Ross West Street, Manor, Georgia, United States of America. Every Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern. And Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. I look forward to receiving you. And I want you to go to our website, tremusa.org, tremusa.org, and listen to our podcasts. And you can also give your offering by clicking donation. Then you can go to any of the platform where you will receive podcasts freely. Just search Trem Atlanta. And you will see all the beautiful messages that will bless your soul. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.